Ajunalam bito bujo kanakabadatu Sankitanaya kapitaro kamalaya takso Vishwambaro dvijabaro yugadhama palo Pande jagat priyakaro karunabhutaro so yesterday we discussed the general significance in terms of the, the tattva of Srimad Bhagavatam, of the Lila, the Brahmavimohana Lila. Brahmavimohana Lila covers three chapters of the tenth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, 12, 13, and 14. The killing of Agasur, the stealing of the calves and cow herds, and Brahma's prayers. And again, just to reiterate briefly, in this Leela we discover, in the context of the narrative of the Leela, that Krishna is Swam Bhagavan. So this is a very important uh, Leela for all, all, all of us in Gaudiya Sampradaya. And while other Sampradayas have not emphasized or even commented upon or like to think that these chapters are an addition to the original Bhagavatam, an instance of interpolation, we very much beg to differ. So, text one, Shisukuvacha, Kvachid Vanashaya Manodadhat Brajat Pratasamuthaya Bhayasya Vatsapam Prabhodhayan Chingaravena Charuna Vinirguto Vatsa Purah Sorohari. Shukdev Goswami continued, O King, one day Krishna decided to take his breakfast as a picnic in the forest. Having risen early in the morning, he blew his bugle made of horn and woke all the coward boys and calves with its beautiful sound. Then Krishna and the boys, keeping their respective groups and calves before them, proceeded from Brajbhumi to the forest. So Shukadeva Goswami is narrating this Krishna Leela to Maharaj Parikrit. Kvachit Bonashaya Manodadhat Brajat, he says. Kvachit means one day and the significance of this one day is that this is different than the ordinary day in Krishna Leela. Every day is, we all have our routine, daily routine, and it's roughly similar from, from day to day. But uh, there are always exceptions and and uh, even while there's a structure to our day and a format to it, there's uh, also much excitement and potential for variation. So we may have heard that the Vrindavan Goswamis, Sri Rupa Goswami, in 11 verses and followed in about 2200 verses of beautiful Sanskrit poetry, uh, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, and following that in a similarly rather large book, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur, some uh, decades later, that described the typical, if you will, day in the life of Krishna. 
day in the life of God or God when he wants to be himself. This is another way of understanding the term Swayam Bhagavan. When God wants to relax, this is Krishna. When he wants to be himself. And that's uh, day is divided into eight sections. And here, what we're hearing about in this regard is the second section of that day. Krishna is waking on this day, but he's already, as you may well know, woken earlier in in the morning in the barn, and from there he has to hurry on home. Then he might not be his his night affairs might not be found out. We, these are very secret affairs, even in the Braj Leela itself. What to speak amongst us, sadhakas? Mahaprabhu, of course, set this standard. Namsan Kirtan, he circulated widely, and some general harikatha, but topics of intimate dealings of Radha and Madhava were largely a discussion amongst a small circle, Ramananda Rai, Ramadar Swarup, even Garadhar Pandit, who was so important in uh, Gaurlila, a very person of, of Radha herself appearing in Gaurlila, who was the speaker of Srimad Bhagavatam on a daily basis in Jagannath Puri. He took up residence in Jagannath Puri once Srimad Mahaprabhu, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, after his sannyas had come to reside in Puri at the request and wisdom of Sachimata, who was perplexed at how to resolve the conflicting emotions she experienced at the time of her son's madness, as he himself described it, in taking sannyas. As a mother, she wanted him to be respected, of course, in the society, and that the learned people and sadhus would think highly of him. She couldn't bear the thought that they would think otherwise. At the same time, she wanted him near to her. So for a sannyasi to remain near to his mother, that would not be very becoming. But if she, he was not near to her, that would also be a problem. So these conflicting emotions were resolved by her suggestion that Sriman Mahaprabhu, Sri Krishna Chaitanya, would take up his residence in Jagannath Puri rather than in Vrindavan, where he so sought to go. So Garadha Pandit and the fast, like the shadow of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, following him wherever he would go. It's a very complex theological issue that uh, Kaviraj Krishnadas Goswami has not taken up at any length in Chaitanya Charitamrita, the ontological position of Gadadhar Pandit. Perhaps because it was difficult enough, he thought, in writing his text to explain the idea that one person was two people. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, the one person, was Antar Krishna, uh, in the words of Jiva Goswami, Bahir Gaura, and the black on the inside and uh, golden on the outside. That he's Krishna. He's actually Krishna, but he's <laughs> taking the, the sentiment 
of Radha, which has a corresponding color, as all emotions do. Uh, so this is a very uh, complex in and of itself. But then further on to explain that Radha Pandit is somehow Radha in the Leela as well, as perhaps he, he thought was more than uh, the average reader could could take in one text. So he had not emphasized at any length the position of Gadadhar Pandit, but has been brought out, of course, by others. And, um, as I say, a very important figure in, in, in Gaur-lila, Radha herself, but somehow in, in great necessity, Krishna has stolen her, her sentiment, her bhava, and he's following her like a shadow, him, him, her, you see, it's difficult to talk about, like a shadow, Shiramarsh once described Gadadhar Pandit like uh, like an empty uh, bag. Someone took exception to that that I know, saying that she is the zero. This is Mayavad. Uh, but they fail to appreciate the the, uh, the poetry of his uh, and uh, this poetic expression of his insight and realization. Emptiness in this context. That is a that is a good thing. Garadhar Pandit is Radha in Gaur Lila, but because her bhav has been stolen by Mahaprabhu, Garadhar Radha in this Lila very much teaches us how to pursue that with such earnestness. If a young boy is hungry, that's uh, a position of uh, negativity, if you will, but it's a sign of good health at the same time. So yeah, what he meant, Sridhar Maharaj, is uh, like empty bag, like like a great uh, necessity. Her uh, bhava has been stolen and and she wants it uh, wants it back. Something like that. So chasing after Mahaprabhu, <coughs> as I say, like a shadow. And it was he, Gadadhar Pandit, who recited Srimad Bhagavatam to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Puri. As I said, he desired to reside in Puri and took a vow, Chetra Sanyas, to remain in that place, that holy place, Chitra, Jagannath Puri Dham, thinking, of course, that Mahaprabhu would always be there. Of course, his position became very uh, uh, difficult when Mahaprabhu actually somehow or other wriggled out of the affectionate grasp of his devotees in Puri and found a way to make his pilgrimage to, to Vrindavan. But aside from that, uh, Gadadha Pandit remained there in Puri and he used to recite Bhagavatam daily to Simon Mahaprabhu. Now this is Radha herself speaking Bhagavatam to, to Krishna, as much as Gaur is Krishna and Gadadha is Radha. And Bhagavatam, we like to say sometimes in Gaudi Sampradaya, it is Radha Bhagavatam, is the heart of Krishna. That Vastunidesh Shloka, we spoke yesterday about the Vastunidesh Shloka of Chaitanya Charitamrita, so relevant to this Leela. Krishna's two Bhagavan Sayam in Bhagavatam, it is mentioned like that, this Tattva. What was that verse? Yara Dvetam Brahmupanasadita Asyatunuba Bantarayami Purushoti Shoshamsati Baba Sadaishvarya Purnasaiha Bhagavan Sasayam Mayam the Chaitanya Krishna Jagati Paratatvam Paramiha. In this verse, Krishnas Kaviras Goswami has given the essence in terms of tattva as to what his book is about. That basically, as he explained it himself in the second chapter of Adi Lila, 
its significance is that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of God, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that same Krishna. In Bhagavatam, we have Vastunidesh Shloka also, second Shloka, Dharma Prajita Kaita Uttra Paramo Nirmat Saranam Satam Vedyam Vastavamata Vastu Sivadam Tapatrayon Mulanam Srimad Bhagavate Mahamunikitekin Bhapra Rishwara Sadyo Hridaya Avurudya Tetra Kitibihi Sustu Suvistakshanat. Among other things, this verse states that anyone who have even has uh, an interest to hear this narration, that person immediately can capture, bring under arrest within his heart Sri Krishna, Prajandanandan. Of course, we have some interest in that, and not only that, we've probably read Bhagavatam, if not once, hopefully many times, and we're reading it on a daily basis, for that matter. But we may not feel that Krishna has been imprisoned yet in our heart. So how can we understand that? Sometimes these statements are made because it's happened. Such potential is there. It may not happen to everyone, every time, but such potential is there in, in hearing Bhagavatam. And the why of it, of course, is, is my point, that Krishna becomes arrested in the heart because this Bhagavatam is about the sentiment, the love of Radha for Krishna. So if Krishna hears, if we have interest in that subject matter, if we have some inkling into that, the nature of Radha's love for Krishna, oh, then Krishna will be captivated by that. You become arrested by that. If you become uh, intensely interested in that in an appropriate way, appropriate to your eligibility, then at some point Krishna will want to muzzle you. This is very secret. Uh, he will want to uh, put his hand over your mouth. You know that about me. You're telling that everywhere. He will blush from that. When he expressed that, in Ratiyatra, Sriman Mahaprabhu, in a way in which it would be difficult for people to understand. He sang a song from secular Rashastra, from Kavya Prakash, in Ratiyatra. Difficult to understand why, why he would be singing a cinema song during a religious festival. Basically, that, it was like that. But Rupa Goswami could understand the significance of that, and he wrote his own poem explaining the significance of what Mahaprabhu was thinking while singing a song from Secular Ras Shastra, a worldly song. And he tacked it on his door. It's like putting it on the, in a newspaper and printing it or putting it on the Internet. This is how indebted we must, are to Rupa Goswami that he broadcast this thing so widely, made it accessible. When Mahaprabhu Shichitanadev saw that, what did he do? He gave him a slap. You know that about me. How is it possible? And now you want to broadcast everywhere. This is a very private affair, very secret thing, very high thing. If somehow we, we get some insight and access into that, some interest in that, Krishna will pay attention to us. This is the whole secret of 
in the sense of, of Gaudi Vaishnavism. Chaitanya Goswami, a friend of mine, one of the Radha Raman Goswamis, told me how he first met Prabhupada, and he was quite young at, at the time, and um, he was very much uh, dazzled by, by Prabhupada and Vrindavan, and, and he said, I, I wanted to ask him a question. So I asked him, Prabhupada how can we please Krishna? And he said, and Prabhupada told me, oh, uh, by, by pleasing Radha. He said, then I knew, oh, he's very high devotee. Uh, he was very happy with that kind of explanation. This is a very nice, Godi idea, yes. This is how uh, we discussed a little yesterday, Prabhupada's poem, how he made this negotiation with Krishna on the Atlantic Ocean with the same type of insight in order to get the power to serve his, his Guru Maharaj. So, this is the spirit of it. Because it, the topic is such, it will captivate Krishna. It is sometimes called, as I say, Radha Bhagavatam. Still, Radha is speaking the Bhagavatam to Krishna, Gadadhar, to Gaur, in Puri. And we know about this from Chaitanya Bhagavat of Vrindavan Das Thakur. I believe today may be his appearance, disappearance. Sri Vrindavan Das Thakur, Mahashayaki Jai. Tirubhav Mamahutsva. Sri Vrindavan Das Thakur Ki Jai. He relates that what Leelas of Bhagavatam Radha Pandit was regularly reciting to Mahaprabhu. What were they? Dhruva, Adhyayi, Prahlad Adhyayi, the chapters about Dhruva Maharaj, Prahlad Maharaj. Emphasis on these type of leaders from which we can learn what is Shuddha Bhakti, what is Akinchan Bhakti. My uh, godbrother, his name is Rishikeshananda. Some of you may know, know him. He had a conversation with Prabhupada. He had spent time in Gaudiamat, in Bonmar's association. And then he was again in Prabhupada's association in Mayapur, and he was discussing with Prabhupada. And he said, Prabhupada, uh, he was talking about Rasananda Bhava with Prabhupada. And he said, oh, Prabhupada, uh, your Guru Maharaj is Nayanamani Manjari, and uh, was uh, leading up, he, wa- he wanted to know something about Prabhupada's Sentiment. So Prabhupada said, Oh, you know all these things. As he heard Godiamath, this was a little more common. Not so common, but a little more common that such uh, discussion would take place than in Prabhupada's society, at least at that time. And he kind of was, in a, as best he could, kind of pressing Prabhupada. And, and Prabhupada said, Where you have heard that? He said, And he said, uh, Krishnadas Babaji Maharaj. And Prabhupada said, Akinchan Krishna Das Babaji Maharaj. Do you understand? Akinchan means without any desire. This was his name, Akinchan Krishna Das Babaji Maharaj, as he was called. A well-known godbrother of Prabhupada. Who developed the sentiment of Subhal. He wrote to Sridhar Maharaj. In Nandagram, I, I developed the sentiment. I saw Krishna Balaram in a trance, entering into the Braj Lila, the uh, the Goshti Lila for cow herding. And I cried, Don't leave me behind, don't leave me behind. And they stopped for me. He wrote, explained, 
the experience of his such high development to Sridhar Maharaj. I found my place here. So uh, anyway, he was, of course, a unique person, and he used to travel everywhere like barefoot. He walked several times from Vrindavan to Mayapur, and and he was nicknamed Akinchan Krishnas Babaji Maharaj for his selflessness. So here, Prabhupada's disciple is pressing on these higher topics, and uh, so where, where exactly you heard that my Guru Maharaj was such and such Manjari in Krishna Leela, and he said, "Oh, from Krishnas Babaji," and Prabhupada said, "Akinchan Krishnas Babaji." I don't know if, how well he understood the point, but uh, this should be clear to us. You must become a kinchana. Then you can understand these topics. Otherwise, collecting information, as I say, will only be as valuable as we learn how to apply that appropriate to our where we are on the map. Like when you go to the mall and you, and you want to go here, but it says you are here. So you see you have to go through so many... And turns and so we should know where to go in a general sense. Mahabhu came to give that uh, Braj Lila, Braj Bhakti. Somewhere there we find our place. That will become clear as, as we get a little closer, but we should know more, most importantly, where we are now and how to go there. Because acting inappropriate to one's adhikari is uh, very unbecoming. Thakur Bhakti Vinod said it the opposite way. True beauty is acting according to one's eligibility. So, very high topic. Uh, this uh, Radha Krishna's affair in, in, early in the morning in the Kunja, this Nishantalila, and then other such details of their intimate affairs. Even as I say, in the Brudge, it's a private affair. Even in Vatsalya uh, Bhaktas. Most, many Sakya Bhaktas who are very much prominent in this Brahma Bimohan Leela, they are not privy to that romantic life of Krishna. So who are we to poke our head there? We may have prospect for that. It's possible. Our destination may, may be such. And we can hear about it theoretically, but we should have high regard for that. The theme, in one sense, of the preaching the Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur is capsulized in that one, what is that? Pujala Raga Patagodavabhangi. You keep that rag, marg, high above our head and focus our attention appropriately. You like to focus the attention in preaching, Sankirtan. He reasoned that to sit in the jungle and take Krishna Nam and only think of Krishna, is not a very easy thing to do. In Vaishnava K, as you have cited, what did he say? Tumi Kishar Vaishnav, he's addressing his mind. This Vaishnava K is a very powerful poem of Bhaktisiddhanta, and very much the, it's one of the most powerful things that he wrote in terms of a, a statement of his insight into these matters. You know that he sat in Bhajan for a long time in Jagannath Puri. He fulfilled his vow of what billion names of Krishna were I think years he sat in did the bhajan. His preaching, Sankirtan, arose out of that bhajan. While he taught preaching as a means to enter into that bhajan, 
and certainly it is, his preaching, his campaign arose out of that bhajan. He got up from the bhajan. He had such regard for that that he wanted to bring regard to it by widely preaching about its significance, about about how high it is. So as a paramhamsa param paramartapatim patithodaranekrita veshajatim yati rajaganai Sridhar famous poem about Sridhar is sung in every Vodhiyamat poem of Sridhar about Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Prabhupada actually told Akhayananda Maharaj in Vrindavan when he was the president there, this song should be sung in all of my temples every day. Pranamami sada prabhupada padam so, in one verse, it is mentioned there. Paramhamsa param paramartha patim yatim yati He's the king of the yatis. He's a paramhamsa, but he's placed himself as a as a yati, as a as a paribrajak, as a sannyasi, to preach about the dignity of the position of rup sanatan, rup raganath, and the paramhamsas, his guru maharaj. Maharajas, Vande Gurun, in the plural, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Gokishwadal Babaji Maharaj. So, a very uh, high ideal. We should not be unacquainted with that. We should not get a misunderstanding. It is a bad thing. It's a wrong thing. Develop an aversion for that. No. <laughs> so that, that, not, not one extreme or the other to find some proper, some proper balance. Focus on this. Become selfless, akinchana. Mahaprabhu told the sarup of everyone when he told Sanatana Goswami, Jivar Swarupoi Krishna Nityadas. In the general sense, as I told the other day, this is the foundation of any, any sentiment. It is all an expression of das, dasya, of, of, of servitude. As Prabhupada used to say, like to say, service is at the foundation of love. Ask any mother. Sacrifice. Love arises out of, out of sacrifice. So, Krishna, we're talking about this, Krishna wakes early in the morning in Nivan in order to get home in time so that the secret of his romantic life will not be found out. It is so secret that even in the Braj it's a secret. Not everybody even there is privy to that. This thing Mahaprabhu has come to make available. But he comes to make it available. What is that verse? He comes to make it available what does uh, Sukadeva Goswami say at the end of Ras Panchajai? Parikshit Maharaj asks, how can the very Dharma Setu, bridge of Dharma, go with someone else's wife? Vikriditam Vrajabadubir idam cha Vishnu shadhanvitam nushanayad atavarnayadya. He says, this, among other things, he says, this uh, Lila, he says, Bikriditam, this play, Brajabadu, with the wives of the Braj, Bikriditam Brajabadubir Idam Chavishnu, of Vishnu, significant, of Vishnu, this fellow is Vishnu. Vishnu means God. Krishna means something else. It means God in, a, in another sense, in a feeling type of a way inasmuch as it means, for example, all-attractive, irresistible, Jiva Goswami says. He's explained the name of Krishna, but ir- irresistible. This, uh, this is the heart of, of God. But otherwise, Vishnu means God, 
all-pervading. So this is Vishnu who's doing this, verse you understand. And it's so pure what he's doing, Shadhanvita Anu. If you, with Shraddha, acquired from Anu, Anu means to follow. Shraddha, acquired from following, means through Guru Parampara, through this system, if you acquire faith. And that faith becomes not, not just Shraddha, but Shadhanvita. Shadhanvita means the full face of that Shraddha, that faith, that full development in Sharanagati, in surrender, from Komal Shraddha, tender Shraddha, to very strong Shraddha, Nishta and Ruchi, some taste, some positive development. When this Ruchi is in place, the state of Sharanagati has been fully and firmly erected and coming to a, a theater near you, your heart, the theater of your heart, Krishna Leela, it can be announced, coming soon, coming soon, greatest show on earth, coming soon to the local theater. At that point, Shraddha is fully developed. Uh, uh, Shraddha, because Shraddha is faith, it means, it means experience. It doesn't mean just belief. Belief is, a, is relative to the mind and, and intellect. Shraddha means a sublime sense a feeling that simply by taking Krishna Nam, everything, my life will be perfect. I have a sense of it. It's dawned on me. But then I have to cultivate that Shraddha, develop that Shraddha. And because Shraddha is coming from the land of faith, this is the land of doubt, here we proceed with caution. We're not moving freely. We're questioning. Even when we listen to the sadhu, as I said the other night, we listen with caution. We, we, we listen with our intellect. And then if we yeah, we can accept that, we let it go in. Otherwise, we, we doubt that. We go, that's okay. You can have some doubt. But be honest. You have some doubt, so then that should be discussed. That clarification may come. That the doubt may be cleared. We want to be free. We want to be doubtless. Faith indicates some, some positive standing. And sadhus, in one sense, they should create doubt. They should create some controversy in, in preaching and make us and cause us to rethink things, say it in a different way. And we think, have I heard that before? It sounds kind of similar, but it's different. You see, as you get acquainted with this, then you can recognize it for what it is. Even when it's spoken in a different language, with different emphasis, what to speak of spoken about, you can hear the environment, you can feel the environment speaking about it, as we discussed it briefly last night. And the movements of the sun and the moon and the stars and in the forest, with the growth of the vegetables and the flowers and, and all, you can, you can hear it. It's all speaking only about Krishna consciousness. You know, if you know it, like I was on a plane some time back and I heard da 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 and it was like an orchestra, you know, music in the background. It wasn't the, uh, John, Paul, and uh, the other two, Ringo and George, playing. It was a famous Beatles song. Well, of course, I knew the song. I grew up in, in that time, and I could recognize it. But it wasn't. It wasn't. It was different instruments and different um, musicians 
because I knew it, I could recognize it nonetheless. Just to give a simple example. If we have some acquaintance with it, and if we get some feeling for it, then we can recognize it. And when it's spoken about a little differently, that's good for us, actually. Because we, the nature of the mind, you see, mind is not spiritual. It only has life because we lend ourselves to it, and we are a unit of life. But it's the nature of the material phenomenon in terms of our predicament and conditioning is such that just like the television requires the viewer, you have to turn the television on for it to have a life. But it can take over your life also. That's the problem. And you have to pull somebody away from the TV and tell them, you've got a life, get a life <laughs> of your own. <coughs> so we turned on the machine of material nature but we have a life of our own. Unfortunately, it's been taken over by the mechanics of material nature. So the mind is really a, is really a dead thing. We give such, so much credence to what, what's born there. Whatever's born in the mind will die in the mind. Krishna consciousness comes outside of the mind. It enters into our, the world of our mind to take us out of that world, to give us a broader, bigger frame of reference. But we, under the conditioning of our mind, want to locate Krishna within the world of our mind. You understand what I'm saying? Mind is like a vulture. It's preoccupied with waiting for something to die. Or, In other words, it's a, it takes the life out of spirituality. So we can hear about Krishna, Krishna Leela, we tend to try to understand it within the frame of reference of our mental world and it then becomes a smaller thing than it is. But indeed, it's meant to take us out beyond that small world of the mind. So, even when we hear about Krishna consciousness, we are not very developed in our practice and experience. Then we come to it because of it. it's an essential experience, but we gravitate towards the fringe of it where there's less life to the external trappings of it. We identify with more with them than with the essence of just because of the nature of our conditioning. We enter into it, we get some experience, we know this is wonderful. We want to tell everybody. But then we, we know it's wonderful, and then experientially and theoretically it's wonderful too. It's like, wow, all the questions of life are answered. So now I can get on with my life instead of applying those answers, then we just keep it in our head. We call it Krishna consciousness. We just keep it in our head and we tend to kind of speak it to others so that we can fortify our own position in the world, our own conditioned position, rather than take advantage of, of what it's really about. So this is an unfortunate condition that we sometimes uh, find ourselves in. So... We may have heard about Krishna consciousness in a particular way, with a particular vocabulary and a particular emphasis and, and so forth. And we may think that this is the sum and substance of it. But no, it's not like that. It's not one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's, it's every book, every sloka. Yasmin Pratishlokam Abhadhavati Api. Prabhupada used to like to quote this sloka. He said, one verse, one syllable. It is, it can create a whole, it's, it's from another world. It's another creation altogether. 
what we experience in this world with all of its movement, all of its intricacy and fascination, the movements of material nature, is but the sleeping, dormant condition of the soul. What must be the world of the soul as, a, as awake? So much going on, so much to talk about, so many ways to talk about it, so many angles of to uh, look at it from. And he's showing himself like a valuable jewel to those of eyes to see from so many different angles, so many facets of the jewel. So we should hear from sadhus. It's unfortunate, you know, uh, practically speaking, in a, an, uh, an unfaithful environment has, has developed in Gaudiya Vaishnava community, a doubtful. Uh, there may be reason for it. In one sense, there's justification, but in another sense, there is no justification for that. We think, what happened after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left, we heard there were so many deviations and, and so forth. So this is, this is a natural thing. This is understandable. It should not be as disconcerting as it is to some of us. It's understandable. It's to be expected. And we ourselves, what is our position? We've gone to pursue the highest ideal. And what are we told about that? What shall be our attitude? We should be waiting in the queue for mercy. That clamor for justice. I've been abused. I went to search Krishna, and I've been abused by that. You go to the back of the line. You want justice? This is a line for mercy. If any of us call for justice, we're finished. Back of the line. Start over. Krishna's reciprocating in a particular way. We have to take it like that. If you are sincere in that way. Perhaps you met an agent of Krishna, some transaction was made, you gave your money, your check, but the goods never came. So humbly you can make a complaint to the company, I I want the goods, (laughs) I've written the check, I never received them, what's up? Oh, then you should know, this this company is a good company. Godi Vaishnava is a good company. If they find out you approach properly and register your complaint respectfully with regard. I know I'm not even supposed to be here. I know the check that I've written hardly covers for the actual cost of the, the item, but you've offered it on sale, I heard. Mahaprabhu has made a sale. So I've come to the sale. <laughs> I've written the check. Uh, it's your mercy that you made it available at this price. I, I've given the check. But I, somehow I didn't get it. Maybe there's something wrong with me. I don't know. Maybe I you know, didn't write the check in the, or I put the wrong date on there. or I don't know what it is. But, but uh, somehow the goods didn't come to me. This kind of appeal. Oh, that company will say, oh goodness, uh, we should make some arrangement. Send a good agent. So who is our best agent? One of our best agents in that area? Send him there. Special concern will come. So we've all had some turmoil in, the, in, in recent, I want to say years, decades, practically. <laughs> so try to, try, to, uh, try to take it in, in stride. This thing is as good as you ever thought it was, and, and far beyond that, Krishna consciousness. And the sadhus come, and they're supposed to come and unsettle us. They're not supposed to come and just say it like we heard it every time before, and we feel, okay, yeah, that, that, that's good, I know that. I'm supposed to say it a little differently. And, and so we think about it, rethink about it. And, and um, 
examine it. What is it? What did I understand? What is the significance of that verse? And, and so forth. This is good for us. Try to take us out from our mind. Our mind wants to make the thing less than what it is, really. Just a static type of a thing. But it's not static. It's dynamic and ever-flowing and ever-new. And what did Saraswati Thakur say when someone complained? How you can produce this Nadia Prakash, a daily magazine about God? Is it actually, this is the Tripad, Ekpad Vibhuti, and then there's the Tripad Vibhuti. This is only one fraction of the whole of existence in the material world. And here in every major city, there are one, two, three newspapers about the goings-on. And our Nadi Prakash daily newspaper is about that Tripad Vibhuti. There's so much going on there. You ask how we can produce magazine every day. But our reply is we could produce a magazine every minute. There's so much information. But the problem is the lack of uh, customers. So we're only doing one. You should ask why you're only doing one. Even though it's on sale, (laughs) there aren't so many buyers uh, right now. So, Krishna Lila. Here, he says, Shukadeva Goswami, Kachit, one day. This is a little bit of a different day. In a little nuance in the, in the daily routine of Krishna. He's waking up now for the second time. First time in the, in the Kunja. Secret affair. Now in broad daylight. At about six o'clock he's waking up. Usually the procedure is that Baldev will come to the courtyard and blow his buffalo horn. You know, Krishna is more famous for the flute than his buffalo horn. Of course he has each and the paraphernalia of the cowherds. Also, they also play the flute. They also wear peacock feathers, mostly in imitation of Krishna. Krishna is more likely to play the flute. Uh, he's very much charmed by that. His first flute was given, uh, I believe, by Mahadev, Lord Shiva, when he was coronated as Govinda. A band flute was given. That's another story. But anyway, he played that flute and he practiced on it. And he saw that I play with one note, I can, all inanimate things can become, uh, unmoving things will move. This is a child playing a flute and having this experience. With another note, he can cause the moving animals to stand still, like non-moving living beings. So he's thinking, I have great power with this flute. If I could captivate the daughter of Rishabhanu, then I would know my flute playing is, is successful. They practiced and practiced on that. We know he reached the perfection of that in, in Ras Panchajai. Here it is said, one day Krishna got up early. He had a desire to go on a picnic breakfast. Normally, as I say, Baladev will come, blow the conch shell, and every cowherd sleeping throughout the night, dreaming of... Uh, Roaming throughout the forests, herding the cows with Krishna, joking, playing, sporting and so forth, dreaming about all night. And when they hear the conch of Baladev, they know it's time to go. Bursting out of their houses, all the leaders, Subal, uh, Sridham, Stoka Krishna, Sridham, Arjun, so forth, Ujjwal, all coming with their millions and millions, Asankhya, they will come here in these texts. 
of cowherd assistant friends, all assembling in the, in the courtyard. Then some Priyanarma like Subal, Malumangal, will go up. Mahaprabhu was going through the same sequence. sequence. Anki mudi sajjo pori bosho ratrisheshe Radha Krishna Raholila smari rasaveshe He's lying on his bed like when you lie in the bed in the morning it's time to get up and you're awake but you're just lying there and your mind is kind of going over different things. Mahaprabhu is like this. Lying in his bed he's called to, to awaken He's, he's awake, he's starting to wake up. And Radha Krishna Rahulila Smari Rasa Veshe. This is what he's thinking about. Vatnikunjalila of Radha and Krishna. They're early waking in the morning, he's thinking about. And then, Nitai Bhai Chulayasi, Tobe Shuklambar, Hashe Narma. Nitai Bhai, his friend, brother, Nitai will come to the house. Nitai Bhai. Chulayasi, Tobe Shuklambar, along with Shuklambar, Hase Narmasab, and also many other friends, you know, associates, joking, and Hase uh, Narma, Kolabek Kashidhar, and others arriving to wake up Mahaprabhu. So, it is Gorlila, of course, is the parallel of Krishna Lila. So, Madhu Mangala is coming, Subal Saka, these are Priyanarma. Priyanarma means, oh, Special type of cowherd. There are four types of cowherds. There's Saka, Suhrid, Priyasaka, Priyanarmasaka. Saka means general friend whose friendship is tinged with dasya, servitude. Suhrid means well-wisher, a type of friend, like your ever-well-wisher. Suhrid means some mixture of Vatsalya. This is called Sankul, mixing of these. So we know the basic, there are five Rasas, but there are so many combinations also. So the, some friends have some sense of being uh, superior, a little older than Krishna, his well-wishers, well-wisher friends. Then Priyasaka, <coughs> just pure friends, completely equal. Uh, the root, the Pradhan of Sakyabhav is Vishwamba. Vishwamba means equality. They feel one another to be on equal ground. Friendship, true, the fullest expression of friendship can be only expressed be- between equals. If anyone has some, is a little bit elderly and uh, some of that sentiment, or a little younger, uh, that sentiment, f- a full exchange of, of friendliness will be somewhat inhibited. On equal footing, Friendship is fully expressed. So Sridham is the leader, of course, of that group. Then the Priyanarma. Priyanarma, they are, Rupa Goswami said, they are amongst the cowards. Their position is very special. Antar Rahasya Gya. They have secret knowledge about the romantic life of Krishna. Antar, uh, inside, Rahasya Gya. Yukta Baba Visheshina. He explains in Bhaktira Samrita Sindhu. Their nature is that while they are fully suckers, fully friends, they are fully also involved in the romantic life of their friend. Yukta Babi Visheshina. In another place in Ujjwal Nilmani, he says it, Saki Bhava Samashritaha. In relation to their 
involvement in the romantic life of Krishna, they take a position like a Sakhi, although they're fully friends of Krishna. This is very special. And so therefore, they are acquainted with the romantic life and they can counsel Krishna in this regard. You know, we're always hearing how Radha's separation is tendered to by her manjaris, but Krishna feels separation from Radha also. So these boys, they tender to that. This is their position. And kwa sriman adhikaritam nasubala sevabido vidanti. Sevabido vindati. Rupa Goswami says, there's nothing they don't know about. There's nothing they're not acquainted with about Krishna Leela. So these kinds of boys, they will come. Why they come in the morning to wake up Krishna early in the morning? Because at that same time, Mother Yashoda is also coming. And there are some telltale signs of what took place the night before. In the uh, affairs, exchange of their love, Radha has ended up going home with the shawl of Krishna and Krishna has ended up going home with the shawl of Radha. Radha has the shawl, the color of Krishna's complexion, sham, and Krishna is wearing a golden cloth. Somehow their cloth has been in the night, in the dark, exchanged. This is a problem. So some excuses have to be offered up as Mother Yasoda also comes to, then to, to wake her son. It's time to get up, to come and milk the cows. He's only been resting a couple hours now. So some Priyanarma or someone like Purnamasi also privy to all these things will make a statement. Oh, just see, Krishna's mistakenly taking Balaram's blue shawl and quickly grab that up and pocket it. Again, this affair between Radha and Krishna is a very secret affair. So this is the normal sequence. These boys will come, begin to wake Krishna. Mother Yasoda will come. In Gorlila, Chalayase, Jatavatra, Mohilar, gone. All the elderly ladies then are coming. Sitatakurani, Malani Devi, offering the lamp. Artik is beginning for Mahaprabhu. So it, it is in Krishna Leela. And this, as I say, is the normal sequence. But here, Sukadeva Goswami says, this is a different day. I mean, one day means a little special day. Krishna had a desire to get up early. Rare thing for Krishna. Very early, before every other boy. And he himself, as we're hearing here from this verse, went to the courtyard and he blew his conch. Not his conch, excuse me, his buffalo horn. He blew the buffalo horn and all the cowherds then came to assemble. And Baladev could understand, Krishna has something very special in mind today. Goodness, he's gotten up before me and bugled, heralded, uh, called all the, all the cowherds to come and assemble in the courtyard and proceed for morning duties and ultimately entering into the forest. Morning duties culminate generally with lunch, with, with a breakfast. Big breakfast, of course, cooked by Radha, assisted by Rohini, Yashodamayi. And Krishna cannot be happy taking his breakfast without all of his friends. So they're all coming from their own homes, sitting at the table and taking breakfast with him. But here we, we hear from this verse. This is, again, as I say, unique. It's a little bit of a uh, deviation from the normal day. Krishna has gotten up early. He's woken all the other cowards. And he wants to take his breakfast in the forest. A picnic breakfast. So we didn't get too far. <laughs> this is verse 1 today. Any question? Yes. I don't think I can speak appreciation. Thank God for 
It's a good, it's a good teaching, so it's hard not to be, you know, good. You study it. Hare Krishna. You know, the audience is 50% at least. So, you're very interested and uh, therefore so many nice things are coming. Some things I never heard before. Also. <laughs> So if we put ourselves in the right position, the right space, then something wonderful will, will come of that. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasitaka was once speaking in, uh, in English, and uh, he was very excited. And afterwards, one of the disciples mentioned the Gurmaraj, if you could have spoken in Bengali, uh, then we could have gotten more from that. He said, I'm not speaking in Bengali or English. I'm just uh, honoring what is coming from above. He said, just try to be in the presence of that and you'll gain something. Yes? There's a uh, wonderful point you brought up that reminded me of an, an experience I had uh, once um, in the presence of Srila Prabhupada where it was one of those times that, uh, as you said, they were, were just full of uh, chaos and, and misunderstanding and we had re- responsibilities to carry out and it was all being done incorrectly. And Srila uh, Prabhupada was uh, very angry about uh, all of it. And uh, this one day, a group of people came into his room and someone started speaking uh, again about the problems that were occurring there. And uh, one woman, Srila uh, Prabhupada, asked her something. And he said, so this uh, problems having to do with such and such, what do you say about that? And she said, problems? What problems, Srila Prabhupada? And he said, you have understood Krishna consciousness. <laughs> I said, that is Krishna consciousness. What problem? So I was thinking when you were speaking that that, that was uh, what was going on. No problems, only service mm-hmm. opportunities. Mm-hmm. The environment is friendly. Yes. So, yes? Uh, just a question, Raj. I'm a little bit confused. For example, on one side, there's a tendency it's like to, you can say, perfect the right way to devotion. The other side, the tendency is just to be more liberal. And then, uh, what is the real balance between the two? I mean, to be in the sense of to offer your heart and then follow your heart in the second in the second just to you will not, not be confused and become one of the uh, Babaji's in Vrindava and Lord Kunda something like that. And always my wouldn't be a bad idea to become a Babaji in Radha Kund. 
but it's not so easy. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's not a bad thing to be a Babaji and Radhikun, but to be a Babaji and Radhikun is, is easier said than done. Well, I think that, um, first of all, the obvious, obvious point is that we have to be, have some guidance in all these matters. So if we are in the Gaudiya Saraswat Sampradaya, as we like to call it sometimes, coming from Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, our faith has come in that Sampradaya, and then we, and we should know everything can be found there. There's no, there's no doubt about that. All the highest ideal can be attained. You won't have to go anywhere else to attain your, your ideal. Some people like to like to think that, uh, that that you will need to go somewhere else, but that's not the case. And so, within the context of that, then you're going to find some conservative presentation and some liberal presentation, right? And you may find some presentation that's in between. That's what I recommend. We may talk about. Uh, these things, but in such a way that always in talking about Krishna Lila, some tattva will be drawn from that, that we are to understand that it, uh, our necessity is, that, that we have a necessity to apply that tattva, in, in that truth in our life, that we may actually understand and realize that what is the makeup of that Lila, the bhava that it is made up of. Do you follow? So, our task, really, is, is we, we have to talk about Krishna. We should want to talk about Krishna, but we should, as I say, in such a way, tastefully. I mean, this is all about rasa, so rasa means taste. To talk about it tastefully. So, then, there, because of that, sometimes liberal presentations may seem a little distasteful to some. At the same time, conservative explanations may seem a little dry, and uh, so that's a problem on, on the other end. So I recommend somewhere to come, come in the middle. But then again, I, if, if someone is enthused by the conservative explanation or by the liberal one, if it's within the parameters of the Gaudiya Saraswat Sampradaya, then I have no problem with that. And I don't think anyone should. If it's not for you exactly, that, that, that is one thing. For if others like that, a liberal presentation or a conservative presentation, and and they're doing good in that, from from that, there's a good result from that, then no problem. And they, on the other hand, on either end of the spectrum, should also. Everyone has to feel like this. You see, I don't like that kind of liberal presentation. Let us say someone says, but other people do, and they're doing good in that. If we can see that, then that's good for them. I respect them, and they should respect my position. Real regard will come from the qualities of the devotees, if they're practicing, and we can't complain with that. So how to find the, the balance that you have to do? It's not for me to tell you. You have to find. What is your balance? What do you like? What presentation do you like? The liberal one? The, the conservative one? In between? And pick it. The problem is, is that the problem is this. That the conservative is saying the liberal one is wrong, the liberal one is saying that the conservative one is wrong. And they're both equally criticizing the one in between, <laughs> usually. <laughs> so they're creating the, the, the problem. 
in anything that, that you're going to have that. You're going to have, you know, we live in a, in a say, in a political climate. There are going to be conservatives, there are going to be liberals. And you listen to the debate on any issue from the conservatives and, and the liberals, educated people, and you can't figure it out. I mean, you, know, you listen to the conservative, you agree with that guy. You listen to the liberal, you agree with that one. And neither one agrees with one another. But they're, But in a political society, they're all in the same country, and so they just, you know, okay, whoever gets elected, we go with that. We, we can disagree with the guy on a certain point, but we, we support him, something like that. So we're all in a society, uh, loosely, of Gaudi Vaishnavism, international community, and they're going to be liberals and they're going to be uh, conservatives, and they're going to be people in between. Find your place and respect others. The problem is, is that when you're, even when respecting others, others don't respect your position and they want to intimidate you that you have to think like them and approach like them and so forth. That is the problem. So by your example and thoughtfulness, you have to educate them. It seems like, can it be said that within Gaudiya Vaishnavism there are certain points of view that are categorically wrong? Is, is that Not within Gaudiya Vaishnavism. What would be wrong? Well, I mean, I have the impression that there are certain uh, viewpoints or extreme kind of positions that uh, are appear to be Gaudiya Vaishnavism but oh. really aren't. Uh-huh. Is that true? Yeah, that may be true. I mean, yes, certainly there there may be, uh, I think there were half a, a dozen or so sects that Bhakti Vinod, for example, pointed out that, that in a broader sense were, were thought to be followers of Mahaprabhu and in that sense Gaudias, but that they weren't um, really within the parameters of his precepts. Or somebody may imbibe a part of that which is outside of the parameters but they're like, you know, 80% within the parameters. It seems like a very confusing thing. I mean, a person tries, just for their own sake, to understand what really is kind of the, the most pleasing thing to Krishna and our guru. Sometimes we get the phenomena that, that something sounds 99% bona fide, but something is said that within that that's... Not, it doesn't seem quite bona fide, and so... You have to ask further, get clarification, and uh, I don't think it's so much bona fide, not bona fide, at least what I've seen in, in Gaudiya Saraswat people. There are different extremes. There may be. There may be, there may be some problems, now that I think about it. Conceptually... Uh, some in some places, but each one of us is to de- make our determination on, on that, and I don't think it's very useful to take a strong stand against anybody per se. If they're following Dr. Bhakti Vinod Bhakti Sunday, if they, they can support what they're doing or saying from Bhakti Siddhanta Sushri Thakur or Bhakti Vinod, this, this lineage, then you may go, okay, yeah, I've seen you, you found a way to justify that, okay, I see how you could interpret it like that and justify, but I don't, I don't agree with it, but okay. You, you went through that exercise and, and kind of give the benefit of the doubt. What about when we say that, say that um, theoretically is, is one understanding, but 
so often uh, these days we find um, people saying that Srila Prabhupada would support this view. Well, if you know better, then you have to disagree with that, right? I mean, you know, one thing I have to tell you, that preachers take a license to say whatever the hell they want to say in order to make their point and collect their faith. By hook or by crook, sell the book, to quote one of them, Srila Prabhupada. So this is the nature of preachers. They do that. So if someone is preaching widely, having some success, and actually helping people, if sometimes they say things we know, that's not true, that didn't happen, Prabhupada really wouldn't agree with that, then it may seem condescending to us when we know better and insulting our, our intelligence and so forth, but it's working, if it's working for some people on some level and they're progressing in Krishna consciousness, then we can, we can, you know, we can say like, okay, he's a member of the family, but, you know, it's like one of those nephews or something, or cousins that's just a little weird, but, you know, he's part of the family. We might look at it like that. Or, I mean, I've heard persons take a license like that, say things that I think is, this is like a bold-faced lie. This isn't true at all, but some people are. But besides that, some people are coming under that person's influence and getting something positive from it. And if, if that's true and it, it can't be denied, even if it's one person, well, then you have to give them some room. You have to respect them as you like from a distance. So preachers do that. They cheat, you know, others for, for a good cause. And sometimes it's unpalatable to us when, when we can boldly see that. I don't necessarily think it's the best policy. And I, you know, I did it in relation to book distribution, and so I can I can tell you that I don't think it's it's the best policy. Uh, I would do it otherwise if I had a chance to, to do it again. In, in that regard, I told people whatever I thought they needed to hear to to take the book. So I I try to be uh, you know generous with people as my give honor. That's the best thing. Yes. In regards to contemporary, the contemporary environment that the devotees are confronted with, I'd like to specify, for example, uh, those in the company of Srila Prabhupada that hear and understand differently. And one uh, different understanding, say, would be the Rithvik understanding. Mm-hmm. So, while some may think this is Sarbosin philosophy, others may think this is really what Srila Prabhupada wanted, and they used his words to argue those points. And as you pointed out, in a political environment, there is a back and forth with pointing out. But that for those that may have not had Shiva Prabhupada's company outside of what's in the letters and books and video film, which is only a drop of yeah. actually what he was, or a, a portion of it. That there's oftentimes a tremendous diversity and change. So, say for example, using that one thing just as an illustration, 
would you call that the license of a preacher to understand in a certain way, or would you call that what? Yeah, no, I would call that outside of the parameters of the precepts of or what the precepts of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism is. So that's like, to use the example of the political environment, you know, if somebody starts uh, advocating. Uh, communism in a, in a capitalist society. I, I suppose in a democratic society there there can be a communist party in the United States. I don't know, but um, in a capitalist regime then everything should be some version of capitalism, not communism. So the, the Rizvik idea is, is not according to the... It has to be within the parameters of what is the Siddhanta of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. There's a lot of room in there, but when it's outside of that, then it has to be addressed, and uh, it can't be tolerated. I mean, what can you do? You can't change people by force, but we have no place for that. That, that, is, a, that is a huge problem, actually. In the name of generating faith, it's creating a, it's creating a problem. So we have to speak up against that. And there may be something on the other, there may be other things that are examples of that also. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, again, I mean, wh- where will you, wh- how will you make those determinations? Well, hopefully in, in the company of someone who, who you have some regard for, who you feel has some standing, and um, you go with that. All right. So, with your permission, I'll stop there. Mm-hmm. Sarvan Bihari ki jai 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 si bhakti vidanta sami prabhupad ki jai si bhakti rakta siradi goswami manash kiri jai bhakti siddhanta sasri thakur prabhupad ki jai bhakti vinod paribar ki jai gaur bhakta vrinda ki jai gaur premanandi jai